Welcome to Laquita's Toolbox, where we deliver relevant content in the form of tools that empower entrepreneurs to elevate personally and professionally. Good is only good until greater is envisioned. You know there's another level in you. Here we discuss the tools to get you there. Lean in as Laquita and her guests present you with strategies and insight for unlocking your full potential to realize your boldest dream. Welcome back to another amazing episode of Laquita's Toolbox. I am your host, Laquita Monley, and I am absolutely excited to be with you guys on today because I have a great guest in the studio with me today. Many of you that have been following this series, you know that this series is all about uh, Laquita's suggested reads, some books that have been a blessing to my life. And I, because they've been a blessing to my life, I hope and pray that you all will be blessed by them as well. And today's guest is an amazing author, entrepreneur, She's a IBD survivor. She's going to tell us a whole lot more about herself. Miss Stephanie A. Wynn, if you've been a longtime follower of Laquita's Toolbox, you'll recall that Stephanie has is a past guest as well. And so we're going to check in with her today to see what she's up to. And we are going to talk about her brand new book. It is an amazing read. I've And the name of the book is I've Published My Book, Now What? A Simple Guide to Establishing a Successful brand. So guys, get ready to be blessed with some powerful tools from Miss Stephanie. Get something to write with and something to write on because she is going to bless us in the house today. But before we get started, let me take a moment to thank my sponsors at Covenant Press. They are a faith-based Christian apparel and accessory shop where we as believers can wear the message of the love of Jesus Christ. Go out to their website at www dot covenant dash press dot com again that's www dot covenant dash press dot com shop until you drop ladies and gentlemen but don't click off of those pop-ups too soon grab the code in that pop-up place it in the appropriate place at the checkout so that you can receive some amazing discounts and savings there from covenant press again that's www dot covenant dash press dot com Stephanie, Stephanie, thank you so much, sis, for coming on. We appreciate you today, woman of God. Please pop on in here for us and tell us more about who you are and what you are doing these days. Well, thank you so much, Laquita. Thank you for allowing me to be once again in the building to be a part of your audience and just to be a part of the Laquita Toolbox. I'm super excited. Um, So a little bit about me. I'm Stephanie A. Wynn. I am the one and only author, uh, marketing strategist, world renowned. And so my my passion is, you know, allowing people, not just anyone, but purpose-driven individuals to be able to publish their book, help them publish their book, not only just publish their book, but build an author brand first before you start promoting or doing any marketing or any selling to your audience. So we teach authors how to not just sell their books, but go beyond the book sale. So if you, you've you sold these books, you want to be Amazon number one bestseller, uh, New York Times number one bestseller, what happens after that? And so our goal is to really, when authors you know inquire about, hey, I want to write a book, but I want to be Amazon number one bestseller. So are you doing that for notoriety purposes? 
Are you doing that because you want to make some more money? We're like, what? Why? Why? And what's after that? So I, I want to get authors to think of being an author. It is truly a business. It's not, you know, some people just write a book just for notoriety purposes. And some people write books to truly change lives. And so if your goal is to change or make an impact on any group of people, then you got to have a plan and you got to have a marketing strategy and it needs to be simplistic. I think a lot of people, when they um, hear um, marketing Laquita, they think of complex situations and it's really not. It's really not. It's really not. Listen, you just dropped some gems right there, y'all. Listen, I hope y'all have something to write with and something to write on today. If you're in your car, don't worry about it. It's a podcast. So mm -hmm. when you get home and get back to a place that's more comfortable, whip out your handy dandy notebook and something to write with and take some notes because Miss Stephanie really has blessed us right there. When we are creating our book, the why is so important. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you want to do? Making I'm an Amazon number one bestselling author, author, and I've done that multiple times. And there's nothing wrong with it. If that is a goal, go out, get it. You can do it. You can do it. It's not as difficult as one might think that it is depending upon, you know, how you're marketing your book and the strategy. But Amazon number one bestseller does not increase your bottom line. Not at all. Let me, if you didn't know, let me be the first to inform you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them sis. Tell them. <laughs> it does not add nor subtract from your pocketbook. So a strategy is needed. It's great to have to achieve mm -hmm. that goal because it's a goal. It's mm -hmm. a worthy goal. We want to achieve that goal. That lets you know that people are interested in your book. People are reading your book and the, and the milestones that you have to hit in order to receive that Amazon number one bestseller. It's not anything short to shake your stick at, right? Like mm -hmm. you did that, but now what? What is the next step? And that is the reason that Stephanie is on today because I've been following her for a couple of years. And from the first time that I hopped on her post on LinkedIn, that is what she's been saying. That is what she's been preaching. And she is a voice that is heard around the world. And sis knows what she's talking about. So you want to connect with her. Make sure you connect with her on social media. If you are an author or an aspiring author mm -hmm. to help you turn your book into a brand mm -hmm. um, because that's the important piece. And so I'm going to go ahead and, and let Miss Stephanie do some more talking because I can talk yeah. all day. Y'all know yeah. I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, thank you so much for, you know, just your kind words. But, you know, my goal is truly, uh, Laquita, to help our author community we have so many stories to tell and our stories can help someone is as i always say someone is waiting for you to show up for them but they can't do what they need to do because you're not showing up and so sometimes we maybe it's fear fear of failure well if you don't do anything you failed yourself right so we got to look at it from we got to get out of our own way uh you know like you said, um, you're being more intentional with Laquita's toolbox this year. So am I. So I decided to um, create a, a new podcast that's more intentional about me telling my story. And so I've been like telling bits of my story, but not really giving my story. So this podcast is um, allowing me to really fully walk in my truth, like walk into my purpose of what God really wants me to do. 
again, it is to help the author community, but again, it all falls back to, hey, tell your story because there's somebody waiting on you to show up for them. And they can't, maybe they can't write the book because you haven't did something over here. And so that's when I started with my book, um, helping authors like really get an understanding of what is an author brand? Why do you need an author brand? What are the things that I need to do to get this author brand you know, up and running. And your author brand is really, it's just you building the foundation of your author business. Like, it's just like starting a business. If nobody knows that you exist as an entrepreneur and that you have a product or a service, nobody's going to buy what you're selling. I don't care how much money you have. If nobody knows that you have that product or service, they're not buying. And so what authors tend to do is, or even entrepreneurs, we will start selling to people before we even know who our ideal reader or audience is, right? Until everybody is tired of us begging them for the sale, right? Instead of being strategic and saying, hey, my book serves a certain group of people. Mm -hmm. And I know that my book is for somebody or a group of people, but mm -hmm. it's not for everybody. That part, that part. Yeah. You know, right? that's, that's real good. I mean, you, when you first appeared on, on my podcast a couple of years ago, you were sharing an experience you had with your first book and you mm -hmm. co-authored it with another individual. Mm -hmm. And as you were sharing that experience, I was like, whoa, had not thought of any of those things. And so it, it is, people are waiting on us to share our story. You expressed that, and I could not agree more. People are waiting on us mm -hmm. to share our stories so that it can unlock some things that's on the inside of them to help them walk and progress into the next phase of their destiny, right? Mm -hmm. But while we're sharing those stories, having an understanding of what the publishing process is, how it works, understanding the importance of owning your rights. Um, even as we were talking um, before in the, the broadcast started, before we started recording, we've been talking about the ways that you publish to ensure that you absolutely own all the rights to everything that you do. Right. Because it can negatively impact um, what you earn. Amen. Right, like it can really right. negative impact what you earn. And so mm -hmm. when we're looking at becoming an author, understanding it from that standpoint, becoming an author brand, I love that. Mm -hmm. Becoming an author brand because that's what it is. Like many of my listeners are entrepreneurs or looking to step into that entrepreneur journey. And for the last couple of years, all of the rage and all of the hotness has been, especially in the speaker coach community, you need to have a book. It mm -hmm. is an authority builder. And it is if the book is successful. Just because you have one doesn't make you a subject matter expert or an authority. Right. Mm -hmm. Even though you might be. Even though you might be. It does mm -hmm. not guarantee that people will see you in that manner. But right. if you have taken the time, counted the cost, as the, what the scripture says, counted the cost, and become an author brand, mm -hmm then those things come together to make you a subject matter expert in the eyes of individual, mm -hmm. um, your potential client base. And we had that conversation, some of that conversation in, uh, in the first time that you were on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And really uh, that is some of the, the key takeaways or the, it, correct me if I'm wrong, like that's the main focus of your current book right. is 
let me drive this home to you. I'm not trying Mm -hmm. to discourage you from writing your book, but these are the things that you need to be aware of before you start writing. Mm -hmm. And these are the things that you need to be aware of through the writing process so that when it's time Mm -hmm. uh, to announce to the world, my book is here. You've already built a community and you don't have to beg for the sale. I love that part the most. Yes, yes, (laughs) absolutely. 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 You know, I, again, I've gone through so much on this entrepreneurship journey that I believe, I truly believe this is how I know, like when God have you in a position, you know, you have a different plan, but his plan is totally different from what you thought it was going to be. And I believe, I truly believe that when we go through adversity, um, it's not, it's for us, but it's actually building, making us stronger because you are the person that can handle this situation for such a time as this. And so you're going to be the one to help the people understand, hey, before you put this book out, have you got it professionally edited, right? And a lot of us, we're listening to all of these different people on different platforms. Hey, you should do this with your book. You should do that. You should manipulate the system, take it down, put it up, take it down, change the number, change. I mean, after a while, you'll feel like, man, I don't even know where to start. So that's why I wrote, I've published my book. Now what? A simple guide to establishing a successful author brand because I want the author to know like, hey, before you start marketing, I know it sounds backwards, but before you even start marketing or selling your book, do you have a marketing strategy? Do you know who the people are that will be most likely interested in this very thing that you've worked so hard for? And then, and then not only that, like, have you gotten your book edited? Like you... You have to take your emotions off the table when it comes to your book and editing. A lot of us get frustrated because, oh, I I got to edit it. I'm good at editing. You always need a second pair of eyes from somebody who does this for a living. Like they do it for a living and it's because they do it for a living. They don't have any, listen, they're not attached to your book. They're not attached to your book and they don't care if you feel some kind of way because they sent you back the errors. It is their job. Remember, you hired them to edit your book. You don't have to go with those edits, but they're just telling you, hey, you might want to take a look at this. Maybe, you know, this sentence is run on. A good editor will give you suggestions and recommendations even after they've edited your book, some of them are really fancy. They'll send you a video and say, Hey, Hey, Stephanie, maybe want to check a look out on this really good structure here. Or they can, they'll tell you there's a lot of redundancy. There's a lot of repeated sentence, you know? And so it has to be right. I can always tell if someone has read their their edits, because if you send it back to me, like quick, like the next day, or even in two days, you haven't read that book and guess what happens normally around the formatting phase is when they say, Hey, Oh, Oh, I seen an error. Okay. So we got to go back through this editing process because you neglected to look at this book. And sometimes people think, 
Oh, it just, it's it looks fine. Oh, I don't have the time. It's, it's it looks good. No, take the time. You have to make the time. And 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 editing is tedious, sis. It's tedious. It's tedious. It is. It is. But it's... but but you have. It's your name. Your name is on something. That part. And, and I'm gonna say this for those who love Amazon. I have nothing against Amazon. But Amazon, you cannot remove your edits. I mean, your reviews. If somebody writes a review about your book, mm-hmm. you can't take that down. No, ma'am. <laughs> you surely cannot. It's there. It's stuck. Yep. So make sure, if nothing else, make sure that your book is formatted properly and edited properly before you start uploading. I've seen a lot of messes out here. Like, horrible and i know that god wants us to operate in excellence yes Yes, and i'm gonna suggest this go on amazon and you look at the book covers you look at the reviews if you see a book that you like or a cover that you like and the reviews are like five stars look to see what these people are saying about the book like look at the Mm -hmm. reviews Mm -hmm. look at the book cover itself Maybe there's something in the book, the cover alone, like I look, I'm a, I look at the cover, the front and the back. And I always tell my authors, like, what does your, the back of your book, book synopsis or the summary, what does it say to prompt yeah. me to buy this book? Exactly. Exactly. A lot of people's, uh, Laquita is, um, they're publishing books and they'll have a title of a book, but no subtitle. So it could be how I overcame the overcame pain. what though? Right. How mm. I overcame <clears throat> overcoming pain. Right. Well, what kind of pain? Is it, you know, domestic violence? Is it, you know, parenting pain? I mean, that's so much like, different types of pain, man. It's so many types of pain. Yeah. And so you have to have a subtitle. So I would say to your audience, like, make sure like that editing has to be on point number one, right? Get clear on, like, get you an editor that is really, this is what they do. Mm-hmm. And don't work. I mean, whatever their cost is, is their cost. Yeah. That you part. You have to invest in your book your brand and the business, right? So get the edits done and then your book cover has to be on point too. Make sure, you know, I I see a lot of people going to Canva. There's nothing wrong with Canva, but you really, you don't own those images. Those are not your images. Those are there. And you, if you look at Canva's terms and condition, they'll tell you that. So you don't want a problem when you get out here and you start selling your book, selling your book and, and you're in Canva you took the book cover from Canva and then you get a, a a letter from them. Hey, this isn't your book cover. That's my book cover. Give me my money. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, like I was in a legal battle with my first publisher, like for three years. Wow. And it was even down to the, it, it was down to the book cover. Hey, I don't want you to use that cover anymore. Okay. Hey, it, it's so we, we ended up rebranding the book cover. It was fine, but to get away from this, um, predatorial publishing contract, I had to mm-hmm. do what I needed to do. Did it cost me? Absolutely. So that's why it's so important for us to know what we're getting involved in. Read the small print, mm-hmm. 
read the small print and um you'll be fine but definitely that book cover and that um those edits are so vital sis so vital absolutely you know it in this day and age we can definitely self-publish mm -hmm. and i will say that there's nothing wrong with self-publishing but when you're self-publishing you need to understand the cost count mm -hmm. the cost you know i'm writing the book did i get a book coach to help me write that book you mm -hmm. know now that i've written it as stephanie said let's go through the editing process hiring and outsourcing a proper editor yes um, before you upload the book um, mm -hmm. to whatever platform that you will be using in order to <clears throat> publish the book and get it out to the masses. These are things that you need to understand. And so if you're saying, okay, Laquita, well, I'm going to go through a publisher, then you need to take the time to read that contract and see not all publishers are the same. And let me say this, even in defense of publishers, it is not a publisher's job to market your book. It's a publisher's job to get your book on a shelf. It is your job to market your book. Now, some publishers may help you with a few bits and pieces, as it were, right? Mm -hmm. They may give you some social media flyers or collaterals like that. They may give you one or two to make those announcements. And, you know, these days it's all about the launch party and all of that. They may even help you set that up as a part of your package to get it out to the masses. But again, I consider that, as Stephanie said, a part of your marketing plan. Mm -hmm. You're not attracting you're not going to be appealing to the publisher's audience, no matter how many people they have following them on social media. That audience is not your audience. That's their audience. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing to create your audience as a part of your marketing plan? And so I've had some authors and even to include myself with my first work, like, okay, I thought this was going to be easier than that when it came to marketing. Marketing's not easy. It's not difficult if you have the right help, mm -hmm. but I found myself going back to that contract multiple times to where I thought something was a responsibility of the publisher, but when actuality, it's a responsibility of me. So mm -hmm. understanding what the publisher does versus what they do not do, what they own versus what they do not own. Mm -hmm. um, because for me, with my first book, I have the intention on creating that into a visual work very soon. Mm-hmm. But depending upon what type of publisher you use and how that contract is written, you may or may not even have the, the rights to your own story once they've helped you in the process of putting the book on the shelf. So valuable lessons are praise God. I didn't connect with a predatory publisher, so I mm -hmm. still own 100% of the rights to my book and my story. Right. But that's not everybody's story, even as uh, Stephanie was just explaining how she had a three-year legal battle with a predatory mm -hmm. publisher mm -hmm. and what she had to do to get out of that legal battle. So, you know, those of you that are listening to the podcast and maybe you got three or four books under your belt, a bunch of anthologies, mm -hmm. because that's the hotness right now, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you've got all those things under your belt and you're saying, okay, well, I don't necessarily need that. My question to you is how much money have you made from these book sales oh. versus how much money you spent to create the book? If you haven't broke even or earned a profit, then I'm going to need you to run on over to, to Stephanie's website. <laughs> <laughs> now walk, run. I said it. Run yes. on over to Stephanie's website. Mm -hmm. 
and purchase her book. And, you know, you know, and some of the, and, and to add to what you were saying about the publishers, sometimes they will offer PR packages, right? Mm-hmm. A PR campaign. And everyone needs that no matter what you're doing, whether it's mm-hmm. you're, you're launching a new, or you're having a summit, you're launching a new product. Sometimes you will have to pay, like, you know, you can pay, pay for PR. Some people pay for PR, PR, you, you know, and that's public relations. That's like TV interviews and radio show interviews, podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, you, some of those you don't have to pay for. You can just, you know, if you lo- know how to pitch, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe you can do a virtual book tour where you're getting interviewed on different people's platforms. And so mm-hmm. now you're able to talk about your book and, you know, you do your due diligence when you're looking for podcasters because you want to make sure that their vision aligns with your vision. Like I, I'm very uh, particular about podcasts that I go on. I'm not going to go on a podcast that, you know, that believes in um, witchery and sorcery. Like that's just not my deal. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, I stay away from those podcasts. And so it's, it's, it's really important that you, you got to do your due diligence and you got to understand like, what is it that you want for your book? Like, what's the goal for your book? Like, is it to reach people internationally? And if that's the case, then you need to have a plan for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. I love that you, we segue that into PR. Mm-hmm. Uh, But before I dive a little bit deeper into PR, let me take a moment here to thank each and every one of my podcast listeners. Laquita's Toolbox would not be able um, to be a thing if it were not for the faithful listeners. So thank you so much for those of you that have been supporting the podcast over the years. We appreciate you. If you are new to the podcast, go ahead and hit subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform so that you can receive notifications when new episodes drop weekly. I do release new episodes every Tuesday um, across all of the uh, major podcasting platforms. You'll be able to find Laquita's Toolbox. Your monetary support is also very important to those of you that are uh, my monthly supporters. We appreciate you and we thank you. In the Uh, show notes to the podcast, you'll find my link to buy me a coffee for as little as $5 a month. You're able to support the show so that we can continue to make great content that is a blessing to our our listeners that allow them to have tools, easily implementable tools to help them to grow both personally and professionally. So look for my buy me a coffee link in the show notes. And we look forward to partnering with you as a supporter in the Laquitas Toolbox community. But let's talk about PR, but I want to make sure we touch that because you do touch on that as well. That's some of the things that you talk about because it's a part of the marketing plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I uh, published my first book, I didn't think about PR. It wasn't on my radar. Like the publisher that I use did include uh, a small PR uh, package in there, but I didn't understand the weight of that mm-hmm. and what it did. Mm-hmm. Appearing on podcasts. Yes, I'm a podcaster, but I really honestly at that point did not think of the importance of continuing to appear on other people's platforms to talk about my book. And as you said, not all podcasts are built the same. My book was intended for a particular audience. I have a particular belief system. And so every podcast opportunity needed to be one that would benefit me and my audience 
as mm-hmm. well as that podcast host audience. So right. before you give your yes or you pitch, you got to make sure that things are in alignment, you know, mm-hmm. and, and having that pre-podcast conversation helps out a lot to figure mm-hmm. out if you're in alignment doing the press releases. Can I do my own press releases? Absolutely. Uh, Hiring someone to create a press release for me and how many press releases do I need to create for my book? You know, Mm -hmm. how do I get on these? Having that pitch, having someone to help you create the pitch and perfect the pitch Mm -hmm. to pitch my book, to pitch myself, my brand, my author brand, to be on the radio, to be Mm -hmm. on streaming TV platforms. These are all great things that it wasn't really discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it was with my book coach or with my publisher, not that they didn't say anything at all, but the importance of it, like mm-hmm. that's a author responsibility to be fair. It's not their responsibility to make sure you've done your due diligence before you connect with them and said, Hey, I want to publish a book. Right. Right. And, but understanding what that do that due diligence entails is something that's really great. And, Uh, Stephanie provides a checklist. Mm -hmm. She provides an author brand checklist. She provides author book signing pitch templates. She, Mm -hmm. she provides so many amazing tools and other, you know, free resources that can help you as an author think through these things because you don't know what to ask if you don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you don't know what to go and research if you don't know. Mm -hmm. And having someone on your team to help you think through those Mm-hmm. And generate those questions will help you have a more successful, not just book launch, not that I just, you know, achieve the number one bestseller status, but that I have longevity on said list, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. you can achieve it and an hour later lose it. A lot of people don't talk about that. Right. <laughs> you yes. know, now that I've achieved that status, how do I continue um, in make sure that my book is creating speaking events. My book is creating coaching courses. My book is doing all of these things that in my heart, I want my book to do. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that is a lot of, of what Stephanie talks about. And we need to think about those things. And if you're saying, okay, Laquita, I've already done a book and I didn't do all of that. It's never too late. Mm-hmm. It's never too late. And so uh, what would you have to say, Stephanie, to even authors that have several books under their belt, but they haven't thought about any of these things. They've just been writing because it's their passion to write. And I have 10 books out on Amazon. So, what do I do to fix, you know, like how, how can I backtrack? So you have to ask, like, so what's the plans for your book? Like, what's the goal for those books? So some, some authors, they've written a lot of books, like they have a lot of books and their books are, they haven't, like, they didn't market it. They didn't put it, they didn't do a PR campaign. Um, and so I would recommend that you just go back and just say, Hey, um, you know, just read, it's almost like a rebrand but you're just, you're just putting it out there. You're just picking up the pieces. You're marketing it. Like I'll give you an example. I have a upcoming, um, let's talk inflammatory bowel disease, health and wellness symposium. Well, I haven't been promoting my book because in this season, this is a season of serving. So I'm not focused on the book right now, but behind the scenes, um, there's other people asking for the book is being sent out. They're purchasing like bulk orders of the book. Right. So 
it, it just depends on the genre of your book. Um, how, like you said earlier, how, just because you have a book, maybe it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're the subject matter expert in that book. It could be, does any of your books, does it impact a group of people, right? Does it move them to be like from stuck to unstuck? Right. So if your book, if you, any of your books have that in it, I'd say just, just start where you are. And again, like I said, you don't have to make it complicated. Just figure out like what it is that you want for this book. Even if it's 10 years old, like what did they say? I think it's your book is, it lasts 70 plus years, 70 plus 30 years after you've died or something like that. So Mm -hmm. Your book is, listen, I'm, I, I buy books for people who have passed, who've gone on. Yes. And they're still available. They're still yes. available. So same thing with your book. You just have to put, get in a position to, hey, where, what do I want to be? And then just let God lead you. Like it has to be purposeful, but more importantly, you have to be intentional about mm-hmm. this, this very thing. Right. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, you have been dropping some amazing gems on us today yes. in this ama- in this great episode of Laquita's mm-hmm. Toolbox. And, you know, as as we were talking about before um, we went live is in this book series, my goal with this particular book series and with my podcast being more intentional about it in this series, we have to understand how important it is. Uh, what we read mm-hmm. and retaining what we read mm-hmm. and implementing the things that we learn from what we read. Mm-hmm. And that is why I had to have you on the podcast um, mm-hmm. because as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs that are listening to the podcast, you know, it's always highly recommended that you read X amount of books per year. Mm-hmm. But what are we doing with it? How, you know, what type of books are we reading? Why are we reading these books? It's mm-hmm. about being intentional. And mm-hmm. so that is the thing. Like, I know that um, becoming an author is the thing to do as a business owner. I'm not knocking it. It's it's great. Mm-hmm. The, the thought behind it is A plus. You really should write a book. I believe everybody has a story to share. And your story will reach a particular group of people. I believe that we've all been called in this life to reach a particular group of people. And so through books and podcasts and radio shows will be the way that some of us get to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. That, you know, maybe we weren't blessed to travel around the world and share a message, but we are blessed to travel around the world and share a message because my book can go around the world to travel, Mm -hmm. to share this message. But we need to know how to make it successful. Mm hmm. We need to know how to make it successful. And so if that's you, I know that's me. Mm -hmm. That's my desire. I mean, like the books that I write, they're purpose driven. Mm -hmm. You know, it's what the Lord has laid on my heart to write. It's what he's laid on my heart to do. And so if I believe that, then that means I need to make sure that I am doing my part to make sure that book gets into the hands of the people, the people that need it. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so understanding how this publishing process works, what are my responsibilities as an author is and how to create that successful author brand that's, Mm -hmm. that's necessary. You know, again, the name of Stephanie's book is I've published my book. Now what? I love it. It's, it's so simple. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
I've yeah. published my book. Now what? And it's that's that's a powerful question. Um, and your subtitle is a simple guide to establishing a successful author brand. Mm-hmm. Now, Miss Stephanie, before we let you go, would you like to leave one or two tips? Uh, additional tips with the audience and let us know what you're doing now. Please tell us all about your upcoming symposium as well. So um, I want to leave this with your audience, uh, Laquita. Um, You can go to stephaniewin.com. That's uh, Stephanie with the P-H-A-N-I-E, A A as an apple, W-Y-N-N.com and grab your author checklist. There's a free author checklist there. Uh, You can get it. It It's going to give you information that you need. Um, In fact, it is a marketing, it's an author marketing, 30 day uh, marketing uh, calendar. And uh, it helps you like look at, you can check off the topics of what to post on social media. Because again, a lot of the, the, a lot of the challenges that I see authors have is what do I post? What do I do next? I got this book. Now, what do I do? Like, what do I do next? And so the marketing had, you have to understand like, you get, if you're not on social media, you need to be on social media. Um, use social media as a tool to for you to get brand awareness with your author brand. It, you don't have to use all of the platforms, but pick one. Start with one and then utilize that for 90 to six, 90 days, 90 to 180 days. So nine, th- three, three to six months, utilize those platforms and just focus on that one platform so that you don't overwhelm yourself. That's one, right? Number two, I want you to get clear on your author brand message. What is it that you do? What does your book, you know, what problem does your book solve? Like get clear on that message because oftentimes authors, they have a book, they don't even know that they need a brand message. They don't even know when they're in rooms with other authors, how do you properly introduce yourself? The 30 second elevator pitch, that is so vital when you're introducing yourself in a room with other authors, or even if you're in a room with a bunch of, um, like you're in a room with corporate executives, right? Yes. You yes. have to be able to be confident mm-hmm. in how you, you know, introduce yourself. It's just confidence, right? right. And then I'm gonna leave them. This is number three is like a, like a twofold, right? Whatever you do, whatever you write, you have to believe in it. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Right? So if you don't believe in it, in what you're doing as an author, the people are going to believe the same thing and they're not going to buy what you're selling. Yeah, They can Come see on. it, right? Yes, yes. And so I always go back to, you know, God wants us to operate in excellence. Mm-hmm. Everything that you do, it has to be 1,000 times. It has to be better. Yes. Right? It has to yes. be great. And so to operate in excellence, it is going to require something from you. It That's does. effort and time. Effort and time. So I hear a lot of people say, I'm just so busy. I don't have enough time. I just can't get to it. Okay. But you're asking God to take you to from here to another level mm. and whatever level you go to, it's going to require something from you. And that's still effort and time. Yes. Yes. So maybe you have problems, you have challenges with, you know, managing your time. I get it. 
So maybe you need to start utilizing your ca- your 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 calendar on your phone. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can get an alarm alarm that alerts you when oh it's time. Like my I have an alarm on my phone every three hours. My alarm goes off to stop and pray. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So stop and pray, and I just do you know it just helps me stay focused. Right. And so the same thing with your book. You have to put forth the effort and time because to be great at anything is going to require something from you. And that is effort and time. Effort and time. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how many alphabets you have behind your name. You got to put in effort and time, especially for this book, especially for the book. So those are the tips that I wanted to leave your audience and take those tips and just really think about Okay, how can I be great at this authorpreneurship journey? Like, what do I need to do? What is your why? You know, right? Mm. So, um, and you can, like I said, you can pick up the 30-day marketing, the author 30-day marketing calendar on stephanieawin.com. Um, again, it's a free um, 30-day uh, calendar, and it gives you actually the prompts of what to post for the days. So it's four weeks of, social media posting. So if you don't know what to post, that that calendar will give give you everything that you need. Um, you know, I went on a nationwide book tour with my very first book. I didn't have a PR um, or a publicist. I was the PR. And I just knew that in order for me to go to any level, in order for God to provide me with opportunity, mm-hmm. something had to come for me. Yes. And that was, I know I had to put in time and effort, but more importantly, I had to build up my faith and believe in myself. Mm, That's because because if, if you don't believe in yourself and what it is you're doing, the people are not going to believe in, in you to know, to even, you know, follow or listen to what you're saying. That's good. That's good. So I, I, I knew. And then from that tour, that book tour, I learned that, Anytime you want to go to another level, it's going to require something from you. And opposition will come. Come on. But the opposition, if the opposition, it just lets you know that victory on the other side. Come on. It's just the opposition is for you to stay focused. Okay. I see that, but I'm staying focused over here. Right. Okay. I can't. And and it will come by way of your children, Mm -hmm. by way of your parents, Mm -hmm. by way of your cut, your family members. You have to you have to make a um, decision and say, "Hey, that's not that is not my pressure." Mm, come on, that's good. That's so good. Their pressure is not my pressure. Their urgency is not my urgency. Ooh, say that one again. Come so, on now. <laughs> again, I love it. you have to be in a position to go to any level. To go to any level, like I said, it's going to require something from you. And don't get discouraged when you see opposition. Just know that, oh, man, something's great is coming out of this. Yeah. You know, I get excited. I just start praising God because I know something is coming. Even when it comes to my health, um, you know, I was diagnosed with inflammatory bowel disease four years ago. And um, nobody told me that I was going to be almost out of here. Like I almost died from this, this very thing. And so I remember saying to God, like, God, if you help me um, get through this, 
I will do whatever you tell me to do. Now, I didn't know I was going to have, I, I didn't know it was going to be inflammatory bowel disease. I didn't know that. I didn't see this. However, what I do know is I did a lot of praying and I had, I had to close a lot of doors because when the That's diagnosis good. drops, mm. um, that means you've left your door open for the demonic attacks, right? Mm. So um, I didn't know that. Um, it's, it wasn't by way of, oh, that's hereditary or your mom. No, no. And I was stressing about things that no longer served a purpose. I um, worried all the time. And God says he doesn't want you to worry or be anxious for anything. Anything, yeah. And so here we are four years later. And so... During this time, my mom was like, we need, to, we need to create a foundation so that the people who are going through this journey, you can teach them how to go through the healthcare system journey, and they don't have to do this alone. Mm-hmm. So what, I dis- what we did was we created the Stephanie A. Wynn Foundation. And so the foundation, our mission is to remove the health and financial disparities in the underserved African-American communities, specifically those who are diagnosed with Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis, which is also forms of um, inflammatory bowel disease. So that led me to um, having this health, this Let's Talk IBD Health and Wellness Symposium, because there's a lot of people who look like me who have to fight to get yes. healthcare treatment or get the quality of healthcare treatment, or maybe you have insurance, but you're underinsured mm. and you're having to pay a lot of money out of pocket that you just simply can't afford. Mm-hmm. So every seven weeks I have to get infusions and these infusions, this is what, you know, they, they've brought me back. Um, Again, like I said, I went from 180 pounds. I got down to 112. Mm. So I was a size zero. Um, and it wasn't looking good for me. But I'm a living testimony. I couldn't I couldn't drive. I stopped eating. Couldn't walk barely. I barely could walk. Um, and so my parents was here with me. But think about the people who don't have parents. Who don't have that support, support system. system. Yes. That's what I want to do is help help those not have to go through this alone. So that's where the Stephanie A. Wynn Foundation come into play. But this conversation we're having of at the Let's Talk IBD, um, inflammatory um, inflammatory bowel disease, the um, Health and Wellness Symposium, mm-hmm. we're, we're having the conversation with healthcare practitioners in the community. Okay. You know, because it's not that we can't get to the resources. We just don't know where they are. Uh that part. And so my goal is to be like the bridge between the patient and the provider so mm. that maybe they don't know the language. Okay. Maybe you don't know why you're C- what CSR, ESR, create, created, creatin levels mean. Maybe you don't know what that mean. It's time for, like you said, we read. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for us to get understanding of what we're reading and not just get an understanding, but apply it. Apply it. The right? application is necessary. It's so necessary, especially with our health. As mothers, yeah. yes, women, we are. Um, we take care of everybody. Mm-hmm. And one thing I do know is that 
we're so busy taking care of everybody else that we lose sight of our own health. Our own health, yeah. And That's so true. women, we have to get, we have to know our numbers. So mm. this symposium is not just going to be about us up here on the stage talking. We're going to um have Blue Cross Blue Shield there so people can get health insurance. Mm. Like we need health insurance. We're going to have yeah. a community resource where people with um who don't, they have a job, but they need to go see healthcare providers. They can go see them for free. Or there's a sliding scale. Yes. Right? yes. So it's really impactful. So I'm really passionate about the symposium. Again, this this year, for the first six months of the year, I just God just said, serve and elevate. Mm. So serve and elevate. So right now I'm focusing on serving, serving my community. One one person at a time. <laughs> <laughs> That's powerful. That's powerful. Listen. But that's what it's all about. That's the Lord has called us to a place of service. And uh, the work that you're doing uh, through your foundation is an amazing work. It's needed. And I know that the Lord is going to continue to bless the works of your hands and the, and the work that you're doing to help and build uh, the author community. It is a service as well. Um, and again, I know that the Lord is going to continue to bless the works of your hand. And so I definitely appreciate you, woman of God, for being a guest here on the Laquita's Toolbox uh, podcast. We appreciate you. We got to have you on a live or one of my live streams on yes. LinkedIn. So we yes. got to make sure that happens soon. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you so <laughs> much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And anything that you need. Um, or your, if your authors listen, get that, um, 30 day marketing calendar. It's going to help you so much with, you know, just figuring out what to post on social media. I know a lot of authors, they have, they get frustrated cause they don't know what to post. Mm -hmm. And so you got something to post cause you got the 30 day marketing checklist. So I appreciate you for, um, allowing me to share that with your audience. Oh, no problem. No problem. It is definitely our pleasure. Listen, guys, thank you for those of you that are tuning in to the Laquita's Toolbox podcast. We appreciate you. This has been another amazing episode. Please don't forget to hit that like, share and subscribe button on your favorite podcast listening platforms. I want to hear from you. No, I need to hear from you. Your comments are invaluable. They allow me to, to know what it is that we're doing correct to provide implementable tools uh, to our community. And they also let me know what I'm doing that's wrong. I, I want to know how to better serve you. And so if there are some suggestions that you have, please leave them in the comments. Uh, they are greatly appreciated. But until next time, I am your host, Laquita Monley. You guys be blessed and have an amazing rest of your day. Take care.